0: Tremendous Thursday! You better, you bet. Nick and Ken here with you on the BetQL network, and and how awesome is this? We're gonna welcome Steve Letarte into the show in just a second to talk some NASCAR here on the show. But our, our audience knows, you know, Ken and I both northeast Northeasters, not huge NASCAR fans, not huge NASCAR betters. But when we got the opportunity to talk to Steve Letart, we're good, we're definitely gonna take it. And talking to Steve off there, like, hey, like how. How should we frame this? What should we call it? And Steve goes, championship weekend in NASCAR. And hot damn if my juices didn't start flowing at the opportunity to make some bets. Championship weekend coming up here in NASCAR. So joining us right now, and it's great to welcome him to the show. He's been kind enough to have me on his show, the Dirty Mo Do podcast, as part of the Dale Earnhardt Jr. podcast network with, of course, Chopper and the professor. A couple of my buddies talking talking college football is the great Steve LaTard, analyst for the NASCAR and nascar coverage on nbc host of the dirty modo podcast former crew chief working with jeff gordon and of course the great dale Earnhardt jr on twitter it's his name at uh, at steve latard steve welcome to you better you bet nick and ken great to have you on the show happy championship weekend my friend in nascar
1: man no better weekend uh to make my maiden voyage onto this show it's it's a great weekend in nascar remember this season starts in february you want to talk about a monster weekend we are 38, 39 calendar weeks into this year, but this is the week championship for four drivers have a chance to win the championship. They don't have to win the race. Whoever finishes in front of those four drivers. That's the champion. Uh, so there's
2: a lot to talk about out in the desert. And for people who are like seeing Steve for the first time, like, all right, he knows about NASCAR, but like, does, does he bet? Does he like know about betting? Cause sometimes, you know, like you hear somebody talk about a sport be like, but they don't understand betting uh, in before the interview started. We've already talked about an NFL win total college football win total and German basketball just to give people an idea of like the level of degeneracy that was going on behind the scenes and hopefully, you better you bet apply... by the way now your official yes. home of
0: Rasta Vecta basketball in Germany yeah, that's yeah, we are now the official yeah, American right, team yeah. uh yes. f- American show of Rasta Vecta basketball
2: <laughs> right yeah we could sponsor maybe Odyssey get on that uh maybe we can apply that <laughs> level of degeneracy Steve to, to this race so I'll read I, I mean in case people are like sort of curious like don't even know who's in the the market or who has a chance to win this so we're down to four drivers with a chance to win. You alluded to that. Uh, you know, they probably have to win the race in order to win the championship. Uh, Ryan Blaney, Christopher bell, Kyle Larson, and William Byron are your four drivers remaining that have a, have a chance to win and there is a market and you'll see these two markets and people will click over BetMGM MGM or like, you'll see the four drivers and it'll be to win the championship with a certain set of odds and to win the race. And the odds look really, really, really similar. And I think Steve, what you're gonna say is just, just bet him to win the championship instead of winning the race. Cause there's like basically the same thing. Am I wrong about that? No, you're
1: right. So here's the thing. You don't have to win the race to win the championship, but the rest of the race cars are on the racetrack. They're all racing, but they're going to have their mittens on. These guys are going to race with respect to the four that have earned this opportunity. For that reason, every single year, the champion has been the race winner. We usually have three of the top four inside the top three. So before you, like we'll take Larson for instance. I've seen her everywhere from plus 175, plus 200, plus 150. It's kind of fluctuated in the market. I think you can get like plus 175 for the championship. You probably get, or excuse me, probably plus 175 to win the race, probably plus 150 for the championship. Just take the race odds, you know, just take the higher payout there. This is gonna happen. We're gonna have another guy, another championship four driver who's gonna win the race if he wins the championship. And Larson is the favorite. He's the favorite for a reason. Four drivers, you listed them, two have never been in this situation to have. Bell and Larson have both made it to this level before. Larson has accomplished it. He is the champ. And let me give you the handicap of Larson. It's checkers or wreckers. This guy is the fastest guy in NASCAR. It seems like every week, right? And if he doesn't hit anything or he doesn't have an issue, he's going to be the favorite. The other big thing, last year, it was his pit crew or when he became the champion, it was his pit crew that kind of helped pay him off. Same way he's winning this year. So, I think Larson is the rightful favorite. The real question is, you know, is plus 175 enough juice? That's what makes it really hard. I mean, that's just low odds in a race of 36 cars.
0: Ah, uh, well, that begs the obvious follow-up question. Is plus is is plus 175 good good enough for you to place this bet coming up this weekend? In, uh, on so Champions, can, the championship weekend in NASCAR. The problem I
1: have is I can't do it. Uh, checkers or wreckers, here's the thing. So let's talk about the weekend. Friday, we have practice. Saturday, we have qualifying. Um, if Larson isn't the best, that wouldn't concern me, but you might be able to wait for the odds to move your favor. So if you're going to talk Larson, sit on your hands, wait till Sunday money. The Sunday movement should come your way. I bet you'll get him at 2, 250. If he sits on the pole, qualifies first, then you, it, it's going to drop out of sight. There's no reason to take him at plus 175, and I definitely wouldn't take him as lower. So you just sit on that one. The one I like right now, the one that's being disrespected, in my opinion, um, is William Byron. He's won the most races this year. He's soft-spoken. He's a young driver, the youngest of the four, 25 years old. Nobody's really talking about him. If you love this guy, get him and get him early because I think he's going to show up, really show up in the speed charts. You know, remember, this isn't like football, right? We're not waiting on the injury report. We're going to actually see some real practice of who has the fastest car. who, And then we have a starting lineup, who qualified the best. So unlike in stick and ball sports, we get a little scored practice to go off from. So if you like Byron, which I do, I would take Byron early because I think you're going to lose some of that juice uh, as the weekend goes.
2: Yeah, and you bring up a good point. This would be like, you know, like Dolphins and Chiefs on, on Sunday morning. Like, well, let's play for like five minutes. Just like a couple hours before, and like see how the teams fit together a little bit, and see what the scoring is like, and then we'll reopen the betting market based on that five minutes. You can kind of be like, oh, well, they they had a little bit easier time moving the ball than I was thinking. It's like oh. kind of the exact same thing. See it with see it with racing all the time. Uh, and like not that I do, but the way you explain it, like, and we have uh, F one, we watch that, we watch Drive to Survive. Like it's kind of the same thing. The markets reopen. It kind of makes a lot of sense. I do want to ask you about like a nuance to to kind of NASCAR that we don't have in other things, which is. You just mentioned two different names but they're both chevy drivers and like correct me if i'm wrong but like sometimes like teams and like car manufacturers there'll be like nuances between them like do they work together are they like diametrically opposed if you're a different car manufacturer like is there any of that in this like a strategic element that wouldn't be very obvious
1: so we have an unbelievable blend we have all three manufacturers short we have ford chevy and toyota involved. We have three owners. Rick Hendrick owns both Kyle Larson and William Byron. Coach Gibbs, football guys know Coach Gibbs. He owns the Christopher Bell machine. And then Roger Penske, Team Penske. We've seen Penske all over the world. Penske trucking. He owns the other car of Ryan Blaney. So they are titans of motorsports who own them. Um, you know, Manufacturer-wise, I don't think there's a huge thing. If you can find a qualifying market, Christopher Bell is the lock. Toyota has sat on every pole in the playoffs other than the Super Speedway race. So if you can find a qualifying market, They're hard to find. This is the challenge of NASCAR, and this is where I'm hoping MGM does a really great job, but without the handle, you know, it's just a small handle that you just, it's inconsistent on when the markets drop. Uh, So if you have an app, if you're used to doing it, you see a qualifying market, I like Bell. For the race, I don't think there's an advantage. For qualifying, though, it's been Toyota-driven and Toyota-dominant. The interesting thing, though, is the market moves for everybody outside the championship four. So I don't think it's going to happen, but if you want a flyer, if you like like the long shots, you want to, like, put a little quarter unit on a long shot Denny Hamlin if he would have made the championship four he would have been a two three to one favorite he didn't make it same guy same car he's 22 to one to win the race he's minus 150 to run inside the top 10 that would have been a minus 300 a minus 400 market if he was in the championship race I don't think it's efforts diminish that much I think it does change because people are going to race him harder but I know minus 150 seems like a lot but you're talking that's that's basically the top one third of the field I think If you don't mind paying juice, you know, the mentor who taught me to bet used to say, hey, I have an idea. Don't worry about the juice. Win a bet. How about you win a bet? So, (laughs) you know, if you're going to take a bet in NASCAR, you're going to try to win it. I like Denny Hamlin minus 150 for a top 10.
0: Absolutely love it. Denny Hamlin, about 20-1 to to win the race coming up this weekend at our show sponsor, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. It's You Better You Bet here, Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, joined by Steve Letart, host of the Dirty Mo' Doe podcast. We encourage everybody to check this out. You like NASCAR, you like college football. The guys have a ton of fun with Steve, Chopper, the professor, I I want these guys at the start of the college football season. They are awesome. So again, check out the Dirty Mo' Doe podcast as part of the Dale Earnhardt Podcast Network. And you can watch Steve as part of NBC's NASCAR podcast coverage uh it is championship weekend steve any other bets this weekend coming up in the great sport of nascar besides for the race that we just covered
1: well there is a race on saturday another championship the xfinity series we don't talk about about them a lot it's kind of like a little like back action you know if you like a little tuesday wednesday night action this is kind of your thing on and and i really think once again um the favorite john hunter nemacek is great but i think cole custer's being overlooked this is a guy that Was a Sunday driver in the Cup Series, been brought back down. I think you could find him at 3 to 4 to 1, depending on as the books move around. I haven't checked MGM here recently, uh, but he would be one to look at. There's a lot of good action on the board. um, But like I said, it's all about Sunday and the championship group. I will say this. I don't like the numbers. Kevin Harvick has 20 top tens in a row at Phoenix, 20 in a row. The concern is this is his last ever race. I don't think he's going to go off the rails, but I do like Kevin Harvick uh, in his matchups. When the matchups get posted, I really like Kevin Harvick in his matchups. Um, I think it's another driver that you're going to have run really, really well out here. So that would be the other, the other. you know, if you're looking to fill out your card, if you got a little parlay that you love the first two and you're looking at a third way, you know, third way kind of a throw something in there, uh, think about that Denny Hamlin top 10 or Kevin Harvick in a matchup.
0: All right, Steve, final question, and we will definitely do this again because it's a billion markets open, and I feel like this is something that we should probably spend a little more time on. It's really interesting hearing you break down and handicap the race, and again, all the markets that are open, which gets us as betters and our listeners and viewers very excited as well. Steve, like, if you had to tell someone like a Northe- a New Yorker like me, a Nor- someone from the Northeast, hey, here's why you should be interested betting on NASCAR, something that's obviously growing quite a bit here, what would your sell to that Northeaster, that New Yorker, that Yankee like me what would it be for some of our listeners out there as we get set to uh, ramp up some of our NASCAR coverage in the coming season
1: it's as simple as this it's like betting the numbers here's the deal it's a top five six most watched sports it's an outside top 10 most bet sports for that reason there's value there is hidden value in every book because it doesn't get the attention of all the big three or four so if it's like any of the three of us and you dig through the numbers to find an advantage it still exists in NASCAR that's why you need to watch
0: Steve is an absolute stud on Twitter at Steve Letarte. You can watch him coming up NASCAR's coverage on NBC, and you absolutely must check out the Dirty Modo podcast. I'm not just saying that because Steve's on the show. I've been on the show. These guys are super entertaining, talking NASCAR, talking racing, talking college football, all things sports. So, again, the Dirty Modo podcast with Steve chopper, professor, part of Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s podcast network. My friend, we sincerely appreciate the time. Best of luck with all the bets. Enjoy the races, and we will catch up with you down the line for sure.
1: Good luck. May all your bets pay off.